And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You will rest in peace. Basketballs don't hold grudges. He got a bicycle. Hello and welcome to the WrestleCube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> that caught me off guard. That one. Um, I am uh, Tom Mimner. Mm-hmm. And I'm Daniel the Cube Ekinbola. Um, yeah, we're here uh, <laughs> over Skype uh, having a wee chat. Uh, it's been a few weeks. Um, all wrestling is pretty much not happening because it's all empty arena shows and I really can't be arsed with it. Um, I don't know how you feel, Daniel. Uh, you know, I feel good. I'm alive. What more can I ask for in life? Yeah. You're doing, doing well with, with semi-lockdown? Well, I have taken up gardening. So that's nice. a good thing. I have been gardening a whole bunch. What, are there any particular uh, I, things what... that you uh, enjoy about gardening, Daniel? Uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's the hose. I love the hose. (laughs) (laughs) So many different types of hoe. It's great. Um, I love, uh, I love killing things also. So when I say gardening, I mean, I've been stabbing weeds in their face all day, every day. Oh man. Do you think if you you had a hoe, and (laughs) it's a weird question to ask, uh, (laughs) if you, if you had a hoe, um, you uh, you had a massive, massive garden, right? Mm. That let's say spanned over two different postal codes. Would you yeah. literally have a hoe in different area codes? Only if I had one hoe on one side of the garden and I left another hoe on That's the other. True. So you would need more than I one didn't hoe. have to. So yeah, I found myself. Though, so I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd I'd have I'd have plenty of hoes, and yes, <laughs> in different area codes. Okay, sure. just just checking. Yeah. Just just making sure that we've got that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have you been watching any of the arena, empty arena wrestling? Oh, jeez, I've seen uh, I've seen some clips come up on um, uh, AEW, which seems to have some or, or on the Instagram seems to have some kind of minuscule audience thing. I don't know. I randomly yeah, see people... mostly the rost the rest of the roster and a few uh, like planted like indie performers and stuff. They're doing what they can, but it's it's still yeah. weird. I don't I don't want it. I don't want it. I've given up on WWE completely. As a product, uh, no, well, for now, anyway, I saw that they had the money in the bank uh, that actually kind of looked entertaining. Do you know I what? Know. It was all right. So I want to watch it. It was okay. all right. It, I, I, you, if you didn't watch the rest of that show, although it does come in, the whole show came in at a, a lovely, tidy two hour, two and a half hours, which was lovely. Ooh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, it was great. Um, and the, the actual wrestling was very good. But uh, the whole thing, I spent the whole time going, so when is this Money in the Bank match going to start? Because the rest of this is pretty inconsequential. Yeah. But that main match was good. It looked... Oh, uh, yeah, it was good. It, it looked was, really fun. It was, it was oh. stupid as fuck, but... Which is definitely what I'm here for. So yeah. actually, no, maybe I haven't given up on WWE. I might actually check that out. And also, I saw that there was an NWA superpower thing, which yes. I haven't watched. That... Yeah, I have yet to watch that either. Um, it was... Uh, the, one, the thing that was filmed... Uh, was, was supposed to be released a while ago, uh, and I believe it was all pushing towards the Crockett Cup pay per view. Mm. But they have since they since did not actually put it out live while they've ceased operations, and I think they've gone back and re-edited it so it doesn't 
mention the Crockett Cup because obviously that is on hold yeah. for the foreseeable. Um, so I think it will still have the combination of quite a number of storylines and stuff, but it won't be quite so um, pay-per-view focused, I think. Okay, that's cool. I'm looking forward to watching that. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching something I haven't seen that has an audience. Yeah, so. which is, well, yeah that's, God, that's going to be weird, isn't it? No, I'm, yeah. like, I'm actually... Oh, I don't know. That's going to be odd seeing things with an audience. It's, yeah. Oh God, I can't wait, man. Yeah, I can't wait. It's like it's like football. I can't imagine now watching football or really any other sport without an audience. Uh, Do you know what? Right now, I would definitely watch football or any sport like that isn't wrestling with without an audience. I just want to see some sport. I didn't watch the UFC stuff. Maybe actually, it's kind of weird watching people I, fight each other I watched some, <laughs> in an um, empty room. <laughs> I haven't seen that either. That's on my, my to do list this week, but. Um, <laughs> I did watch uh, some uh, uh, Belarusian Premier League football because they were streaming oh, nice. it on uh, YouTube. No, it's few... not nice. It was bad. Oh. <laughs> the the quality level is sub football league. <laughs> so any football is not good football. It's not like pizza. No, no, and they also are playing behind closed doors. So it's 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 like oh, it's like standing on the the sidelines at Hackney Marshes. <laughs> Look, it's really weird. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Maybe, maybe then not all sport is is created equal. No, but, no uh, certainly and... not not all, but not all um, divisions within uh, Europe are created equal. No, not all leagues are equal. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, you've been watching the Last Dance, and they're getting pretty pretty into the whole uh, basketball. Yeah. Etc. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly. Um... So I started watching that, uh, but also a few days earlier, I do, so I've very, like, casual doesn't even cover it, really. It's it's whatever's below casual in terms of a passing, you know, glance at, at basketball over the last, like, 25 years. Um, but as you remember as a kid watching it quite, uh, quite regularly yeah, on a Saturday yeah. afternoon on ITV, so they used to do um, a highlight show. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, I remember being very into that. So... Uh, I do have a passing interest in it, and I've always, uh, due to a fairly large Irish connection with the family, been, uh, been Celtics. Celtics. Um, and I, I recently got, uh, got, I've just ended up clicking on something on YouTube, and it led me to uh, somebody doing a, a, a think piece about uh, Kyrie Irving uh, and why he things didn't work out for him at the Celtics. And, uh. um, I, I just I started watching that, and then went down a sort of a rabbit hole of, of watching Kyrie Irving, and then watching just lots and lots of basketball clips uh guys look forward to the basketball podcast which is going to come to when the season yeah. starts yeah for sure <laughs> it's just going to be you explaining to me what the hell is happening probably. you know what i'll take it as yeah. long as i can talk to another human being about basketball oh, I'm game. and you great listener <laughs> i'm game i'm really game for that because I, yeah. I uh yeah i don't i don't i very much you know come a very uh kind of uh lack of knowledge kind of coming at this and been listening to a few podcasts, watching a few things on YouTube. And then obviously the last dance is, uh, as I'm sure, you know, many, many people Fantastic. listening to this have been, uh, um, kind of enthralled with. Have you actually watched any of it yet? Are you still saving it? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've watched the first, uh, two episodes and you know, as if you're listening to this as a wrestling fan, there are, there, there is some wrestling stuff, I guess, tangentially because the worm. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dennis the Rodman Worm, who's also <laughs> briefly in this episode of Baywatch, we'll be talking about. Yeah, which is which in itself is odd, and also like, <laughs> it's I, not um, mentioned at all. I um, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? He's just sort of there. 
Um, it's just like, well, look at me. I, I, um, I did wonder slightly, though, um, with the Rodman stuff, because uh, I haven't watched the most recent episodes. And I know during the actual, during the playoffs in their final season, he did actually skip practice to go off to Nitro. Oh, that's hilarious. So I, I was wondering I, whether I, that gets mentioned or not. I don't know yet. I haven't got that far. So. And there's such a big thing because him and Carl Malone, at the t- they, 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 that's what the match was between the mailman, yes, Carl Malone, and yeah. um, Dennis Rodman. But, you know, you'll find uh, watching this series, at the, 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 the final series um, uh, of that season, and, you know, the, the main thing of the show was the Utah Jazz. And the and the Chicago Bulls, so it was this huge thing that yeah. wow, these guys the finals are now <laughs> wrestling in frigging nitro. So it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, it's pretty I, crazy. <laughs> I, I will say uh, the be- I, I I didn't know anything about this as a kid, right? And I've since done some reading about Carl Malone. Not such a nice guy. <laughs> he's, he's 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 not one of history's good guys. No, no, he's not. Good lord. <laughs> He is definitely not one of history's good oh, guys. So, uh, uh, yeah, the less said about Carl Malone, the better. Yeah, 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 exactly. Delivered to somewhere else. Yeah, Leave it in my garden. Yeah, all right? yeah, yeah, just return to sender, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At this point. Um, but yeah, yeah I've, the, last, the last answer has been brilliant. I've been really enjoying that. Um, I, I actually, again, sort of tangentially, uh, it's related to this because uh, the last dance uh, has been really popular and uh, at the at the moment, the WWE have sort of piggybacked on that with the timing of this documentary they've been working on for about three years uh, about The Undertaker called The Last Ride. Oh, nice. And it's, uh, <laughs> so I, I assume the release timing is is uh, related, but uh, I know they've been working on this documentary longer than like from before The, um, the Last Dance was a thing, but um, uh, obviously they had the footage from the 1998. But, um, it, oh, is that, is that what it's from? This documentary? No, no, the 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 balls documentary. The is oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, season, isn't it? Um, but it's yeah. um, no, no. This is it's Undertaker of the last three years. I've not seen it as yet, but it's been getting rave reviews. Um, I don't know if you'd heard anything much about this. No, I haven't. So I'm quite looking forward to watching that. Then uh, does yeah. it go to like behind the scenes at like the Shawn apparently, Michaels matches at WrestleMania? This is all access for the last three years. No. Oh, oh, sweet! Like, so it's, it's all oh, out, a lot, oh. like mostly out of character. Him talking about his legacy, about his kind of, you know, wanting to kind of end his career on his own terms, trying to maybe chasing that one final, last great match. Uh, I, again, I've not seen it, uh, but I've only heard reviews of it. Uh, but it, it certainly seems the dragon, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he needs to stop. He's chasing the dragon. Unless, unless they can do more boneyard matches, I'm, I'm all down for that. True. If he had retired when he was supposed to. Man, oh! After that second Shawn Michaels match, that should have been it, man. You know what? If he'd retired after, even if he'd retired like when he said he he was a few <laughs> years ago, when he retired, yeah. <laughs> and then you could still bring him back for like the boneyard matches because it's not really a match; it's just a fight. Yeah. So you could still yeah. do this. If it's you know the problem is is that I suppose the coronavirus forced their hand a little bit, which is why yeah. this stuff is happening. Um, with these sort of cinematic matches. But it's a shame that it didn't happen upon this a few years ago because actually you could have still done this and it would have been fine. And yeah. it wouldn't technically have been him coming out for retirement. It still would have yeah. been... And it would have been fine. But I... This is, I he's still retired. He's just beating someone up in a, in a graveyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's with, a big, with a massive shed. Yeah. <laughs> for no <laughs> reason. a big old brain shed that explodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so cinematic wrestling 
segues nicely into what we're going to be talking yeah. about this week. Nice. See, that's 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 what they that's why they pay me nothing. Uh, yeah, that's why you get the no bucks. <laughs> um, so because wrestling isn't really a thing at the moment, there is it's happening, but it's pretty inconsequential. Um, mm-hmm. We thought we'd go back and watch something from the past, and we could have watched you know a number of different wrestling pay per views or episodes of TV shows of wrestling, you know Nitro, Raw, SmackDown, whatever. But we thought we'd go back and watch Baywatch. Yeah. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Because who's going to stop us? You? You, listener? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just any episode of Baywatch. I haven't just picked one out random that has nothing to do with anything. Um, So, just a little bit. Before we get into that, uh, what are your memories of Baywatch? So, I would watch Baywatch, like many uh, people of our age, on a Saturday morning, you know? It was Saturday afternoon, wasn't it? That was a, oh yeah, it was Saturday afternoon. You know, you you'd, you'd already watched the chart show. See, this is the thing, right? That whole period of time, uh, we were children. It's, so it's quite it's quite hard to yeah. I had yeah. in my head that it was Saturday afternoon, but it could have been Saturday morning for all I know. Let me set the stage. I mean, you would have watched Alive and Kicking, or you would have watched uh, whatever was on ITV. I can't remember, but it was trash. And then you would have watched the chart show. Maybe you'd watch the Dwayne Ledagio or Chris Akabusi show, depending on on what part of the night he was. You might have watched uh, WCW Worldwide on. Uh, yes, WCW Worldwide on uh, ITV on a Saturday afternoon. You might have done. Yeah, you might have done. You know, you would have seen Brian Adams' song be number one or Wet 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 for like a million years, and then eventually Baywatch would come on, and you'd be like, okay, this is just a random show, uh, you know, about people that save people from drowning. And as a child, I did not realise just how gratuitous <laughs> this friggin' show was. Oh, we'll I get to that. No, I we'll fucking did. <laughs> wow. Talk. No, I'm not gonna. We'll <laughs> to make a joke about garden implements, but that we is not. We are gonna get to that because yeah. yeah. I've got some notes on that. <laughs> yeah. I have, yeah. I have four pages of notes. Half a page of notes is devoted just to the yeah. opening of the the not even the episode, just the opening. There is a lot of total non-stop action. Yeah, yeah. Good lord. Um, Yeah, I mean, very similarly to you, I my memories of Baywatch are are pretty similar. It was just a show that was on, and it was fine. It might as well have been. It was basically the A team on the beach, pretty much. Like for what it's worth, Um, you know, a very that very nineties, eighties, nineties style show. Kind of some overarching storylines, but generally kind of adventure of the week you know, kind of sort of thing, and with, um, yeah, but set on a beach, and with all the trappings, uh, as it were, that come along with that. Uh. <laughs> um, but uh, the particular episode of Baywatch we, we've, we've chosen to look at is uh, one that has a massive tie into wrestling. So um, it's an episode that was broadcast in February 1996 for the first time, uh, but was actually filmed in July 1995, um, ah. And the, appear- the appearances on the show were from a number of WCW wrestlers, including Hulk Hogan, Kevin Sullivan, um, who, again, we'll have more about that in a bit, uh, <laughs> Vader, <was> <laughs> um, Ric Flair, and much of Randy Savage. Yep. Um, and uh, also the various cameos from uh, in the background from Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the like. Um, but it, it was a, a, weird, a weird thing at the time. Um, and the actual, it was all to do, it's weird because it was, it was set up to promote the fact that they were doing Bash at the Beach, which is where some of the actual wrestling uh, in the show comes from. I was, I was going to ask that. I was like, it, was, was this the first 
Smash at the Beach? Yes. Oh, oh no. no, 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 no. Ninety four was the first one. Oh, okay. Um, Ninety five was the, the, I think the only one they did outdoors. Ah. Uh. on the beach. Uh, so yeah, the, all the actual footage of the matches that that shown in the in the show is from that event. Ah, uh, because I was thinking it looked like this is a real these are real matches, but then the close ups are like reshot footage or something. Okay. Weirdly, it looks like a lot of the close ups were just ADRs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh my god, all the ADR grunt, ooh, ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that, we'll get to that, but, um, but yeah, so they were, on the, they were recording this with, with Baywatch to promote the fact that they were doing Bash at the Beach, even though the, the show would not air for, you know, another six months, it's weird. It's just, okay, yeah, because maybe, maybe, the, maybe just the, the news, they thought, I hope the news would leak out, but we're I mean, filming Baywatch, Bash I, at the Beach, watch it this I, Sunday, yeah. TNT. Um, yeah, it's 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 a weird thing. But um, WCW had recently, had about a year earlier, acquired the services of Hulk Hogan and a number of ex WWF guys at the time who'd come over, uh, and obviously that was that was quite a big thing. And they were this was TNT really pushing for uh, you know kind of crossover stars with Hulk Hogan with the, you know. Um, obviously, this is after Thunder in Paradise. Uh, something I'd l- we're probably going to review on another episode because that's like this, but more insane. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it was certainly a time when they were trying to find mainstream opportunities for WCW to kind of cross over and use the the kind of power of, of the Turner Network, um, and this was was one such co promotion, I guess. Um, this is not the only time a wrestler appeared on Baywatch, though. Uh, Shawn Michaels also appears on an episode of Baywatch. Uh, although, yeah, not not as a wrestler though. He's just acting. Oh, and I'm guessing his acting isn't very good. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> sexy boy. Yeah. <laughs> I always think it's really weird that he still he like he still comes out to that music now. He's like a, yeah. you know a fifty fifty odd year old man like with a yeah. It's just weird. I don't. Yeah, and especially like knowing his outside of wrestling persona now. Yeah, it's like. Southern hunting guy. <laughs> it's a, or, uh, doesn't... or uh, as I heard him descri- <laughs> described on Twitter quite recently, hyper Christian. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jerry that George. sounds like the world's worst superhero. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so this was this was quite a big deal for WCW, uh, and obviously, um, yeah, the the matches would then go on to be on the uh, from the actual Bash at the Beach pay per view, which they did on the uh, on the beach. Um, yeah, well, let's let's dive in because because there's yeah, no, no time for the present. Um, so, this bitch. before we get to the actual episode, I want to talk about the traditional opening credits of the, Oh yes, uh, Bash the Beach. I'm just going to read you out some of my notes, okay? Uh, so I've written that it it was gratuitous, uh, bums mm. and boobs because God, they were everywhere. Like it was just like and like yeah. slow mo close ups. It feels really weird in 2020. There that. like are so many nipples. Can you imagine trying to see that nipples. now? Like, the, the no, no, definitely. And this was shown on uh, like, like five o'clock in the evening in America. Yeah, like, I, it's crazy. We watched it as kids. We watched it as kids, and it's just I didn't realize that. And and also I didn't realize how impractical the 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 the, 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 the bikinis they wear to save people oh, yeah. from coming. Were. <laughs> I and, just like to point out though, woo. it's it's not a. It, it is equal opportunities when it comes to the uh, oh yeah oh uh, yeah the the, uh, the sexes there because there is a lot of dudes just taking off their shirts for no reason oh, oh, in, yes. in slow mo like in that credit sequence and 
The credit sequence is over two minutes long. Yeah. Like, yeah, it goes on forever. Do you think uh, it's because the Hoff wants everybody to listen to the whole song? <laughs> it's not him singing it, is it? Oh, no, was it? What song was it? Is it was... I always assumed he was singing it, but maybe he isn't. That was always my uh, assumption. I'm not sure he's got that good a voice. Well, you know, <laughs> we're learning things together. Um, but yeah. Oh, be real. No, that's the, yeah, yeah, that's it. Jimmy Jameson. Oh, wow. And that, that, is, that is not... Uh, definitely, definitely not... Uh, that, that's, he's not Jimmy Jameson. Okay. He did fair, not bring fair. down the Berlin Wall single-handedly. No, no, exactly. Who the fuck do you think you are, Jimmy Jameson? <laughs> back down, bitch. So after um, a blast of uh, gratuitous uh, flesh, essentially, because I don't know how else to describe yeah. it, there's so much... It's, like, like, it's not a blast, it keeps going, Thomas. It's a continuous drone yeah. of and A. It, it's just, yeah. And <laughs> for the whole show. But you think it's going to stop, and then it, then it starts again. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's two very, like, uncomfortable minutes, if I'm honest. Like, <laughs> like after a while, like, through 2020 eyes, it's, it's not a, a fun watch. It's, it's just really uncomfortable. It feels a bit like the producers of this show might have been a bit Weinstein-y, if I'm honest. <laughs> hey, the whole world was Weinstein-y back then, Thomas. I, I, I know, but... <laughs> That's just how we got down back then. <laughs> 2020 eyes are... Uh, it's, it's weird to watch stuff like this back. It, it, it feels weird. Uh, the 90s was a strange time. Uh, a lot, um, of, lot of titties. A lot um, of titties in, uh, in yeah, that episode. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, uh, <laughs> as, it goes, as it goes on. Yeah. Um, so the episode opens uh, with <laughs> the, the completely normal, not at all ridiculous sight of Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage in trunks riding jet skis. Uh, r- racing jet skis, Thomas. Oh, sorry, racing sorry, jet- yes, they were racing jet skis whilst where they were trying to, to race too. <laughs> where the finish line was, or what the course was. Yeah, that's not really explained. It's is unclear. It? They really say, oh yeah, like he, they were like where they had to get to or anything. It's just that Hulk Hogan gets distracted by some mystery woman on a on a jet ski, and then yeah, who's and, like, hey, oh hey, how and you then doing, the jet mom? ski hits him in the face. His own jet ski, yeah. which he flies off, <laughs> and somehow lands in the water before the jet ski. I'm pretty <laughs> sure own... if a jet ski hit you in the head, like it would shatter your face. Like they're quite well, heavy. Thomas, like, let's like not forget that Hulk Hogan, it, he did die. <laughs> you forget this. <laughs> they checked his pulse, oh, and well, he I didn't have one, so he did actually die. <laughs> So, yeah, so they drag him out of the water unconscious and give him CPR for four seconds. <laughs> and then he's, he's, he just coughs up a little bit of water and he's fine. Now, I'm no expert on these things, but I'm pretty sure that you'd have shattered face. And I'm pretty sure that even if some, by some miracle you didn't, you'd still have to go to the hospital. Yeah, I feel like if you die, <laughs> <laughs> something... Like, you know what I mean? You don't, don't just bounce back from just being dead seconds ago. <laughs> and you know what makes me laugh as well, actually? Before before the, <laughs> before Hulk Hogan dies, um, uh, is the way they're t- trash talking to each other, but they're kind of ADRing at each other. So it's like, hey, oh, hey, you, oh, I'm going to beat you. Oh, man, <laughs> I am. Um... Oh, 
when he so, yeah. uh, when he wakes up from his death, I enjoy that you uh, that at this point, right? He's been dragged over by this crowd. This crowd has formed around him, and he's been dragged over by by the lifeguards who have given him CPR. And only when he wakes up, go, oh my god, it's Hulk Hogan. They're like, is it Hulk Hogan? And he's like, whoa, am I in heaven? Whoa. Oh, I, that was the, the creepiest line. It was so creepy. <laughs> it was, you know what? It was appropriate for the time. Oh, it felt so creepy. <laughs> and, I, and and the show. I felt that was, that was the line. That, I've got to say. <laughs> that was the line. Whoa, am I in heaven? Whoa. Like, it, the problem is, is that by this point, Hulk Hogan was already like well into his, his like mid to late 40s. Yeah, well, you know. Like, and then it's not, it's it's made worse because Macho Man fucking turns up and then starts talking about sharing the babes. Yeah, he's like, "Whoa, I'm, yeah, whoa, I've just I've just turned up. I don't I didn't really care that you've just been dead, <laughs> <laughs> and I've just been racing myself. And then wants while to, you've been dead, and wants to have an argument with him over Hulk Hogan hogging all the babes. <laughs> it's like I I was dead." I was dead, Macho Man. And they don't mention it. He doesn't even say, by the way, I was dead. And neither do the lifeguards. I, I died. I had no pulse. I was dead. So, <laughs> so ridiculous. that just happened casually. Um, and in the, okay, so that happens and they wander yes. off. And then in the first of a number of oh, man. placed <laughs> and really, really insensitive uh, uses <laughs> of a PSA, they, oh my lord! They juxtapose this story, this stupid story about wrestling, with a story about skin cancer. <laughs> like, it's so weird, and it, it never stops being weird all the way through this episode. Dude, it's like some executive was like, "We can't, you can't just have wrestling. We need to put something serious in this to let people know that we're still a serious show." Like, I know, cancer, <laughs> skin cancer. Oh my god! Like it's so. We get we Stephanie uh, is talking to Mitch, and then she goes off on her date with this guy Tom, who happens to be a dermatologist. It's all in very a, in a video while he feeds her grapes. Yeah, and then and then he happens to spot he's, she's got a, a mole on her leg, uh, which we later find out apparently is the the one spot on the body where you're most likely to have skin cancer. I don't know that that's true. On the yeah, back of your yeah. leg, that feels very unlikely. I don't know the science, so you know. I just if I don't know that how would she have known the science. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna defer to Baywatch for science. So, so no one on. ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we set precedents on this uh, podcast. I'm yeah. <laughs> so this this subplot is the beginning of a very heavy-handed PSA that goes on throughout this whole episode, which they undercut every time by having by showing none of the other characters doing it, like who are not involved with this storyline doing absolutely anything about it. So. Uh, obviously, Stephanie is very concerned by this, and there's a lot of things as we'll talk about in a bit about um, sunscreen and all that. Sunscreen. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait to get to that because that was hilarious. And then later on, <laughs> the whole episode, Hulk Hogan's got his shirt off, not a sight of sunscreen. No, not you know. The assumption is that he he has it on. You know, he's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Just assume. Just assume he's so, not using baby oil, which is a sun magnifier. Oh god, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Joe Galley, the voice of the National Wrestling Alliance, and you are listening to the WrestleQ. 
So, again, uh, we cut back to uh, Hulk Hogan, who's meeting up with CJ, a.k.a. Pamela Anderson, uh, and they do a little bit of the most awkward flirting I've ever seen on screen. It's 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 terrible acting from both of them. Um, Hulk Hogan, serious, serious acting. I felt like he was trying to have sex with me, and I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. I don't think Ugh. Pamela Anderson liked it much either, to be honest. She did not no. seem happy. Um, not his time. Not her time. And, and this whole thing sets up this... Uh, this, this plot point of this youth center that's in danger <laughs> of course that's been sold to a mysterious owner <laughs> um and then we cut to macho man and hulk hogan working out at this outdoor gym which appears to be just a, a bit of the beach with some weights on it um that uh they're in their full wrestling gear for some reason when i work out i'm in my full wrestling gear so i mean you know who isn't obviously it's uh, that's, it isn't that's, exactly. uh, you know, that's that's how this works. Um, hey, it, it helps never, with your lifts, but this is other than the match, this is the only time they're in full wrestling gear and they never explain why. Yeah, and you know what I love about this part as well is when he's like, Hey, he meet some of my guys, and he goes, I want you to train hard and never give up. Like, for what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard for what? <laughs> what? What are they supposed to never give up on? <laughs> What's this unsolicited advice? (laughs) And why is the gym, youth centre, whatever, always closing? Why is it always closing, Thomas? Why is someone always threatening to close the youth centre? You know what they should be more worried about than uh, than, than it closing? The fact that they they can't use it... Well, skin cancer. But also, the fact (laughs) that they can't use it if it rains. Yeah, you know, that said, doesn't rain very often in Southern California. True, but, you know, it must be inclement at points. Yeah, at some point you're going to have to be like, well, I, I, I guess I won't be able to train hard and it, I'm going to have to give up. I mean, it, it seems like a silly thing as well. It, also, the, we'll get on to who the developers are in a minute, but the people who wanted to develop this bit of land, like, it's not very big. Yeah. Like, no, what are you going to do, build, not, build two houses? And it's a very weird place to build anything. It's like it's between the, the, the pavement and the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which they never explain. Yeah, and do you know what I love, actually? He's like, if it wasn't for this beach, I would have turned into a street life of drugs, says him and Macho Man. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. on cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it when we get there, but uh, when, we, when they, do, they get to a bit about them cutting full-on promos later on, I've just written the word cocaine down so many times. <laughs> like, honestly, it's... um. So the, we, we then uh, we go back to uh, to Mitch... Uh, after after the, uh, uh, the the weird weightlifting scene, um, we go back to Mitch. He's, given off, he's given off real rapey vibes in this scene. What, what Mitch? Mitch, he's just kind of real close. Yeah, to it's a bit weird. Steph. They yeah. are they are ex lovers. Fair enough, so, you know. Uh, but she's with someone else. Mitch, back off. Yeah, who's his best friend? Yeah, he's Mitch. Very close to her, considering that that's his best friend. It's weird. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. We drink from the same milk. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the, and Stephanie's worried about her mole. I mean, to be honest, in most of my notes I've just written, that's mostly what I've written, that she's worried about her mole. See, she, she, that, that is her character's, you know, core cool motivation is the mole and and uh, uh, <laughs> and harassing people into wearing sunscreen. I, we'll, we'll get there. Let's, let's hold that because I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I, very excited about talking about that. But in many ways, that is the highlight of this episode and it's nothing that's to do the with best wrestling. Part. That is the best part of the episode for um, sure. 
So we go back to the youth club where the developer is revealed as the taskmaster Kevin <laughs> Sullivan, Ric Flair, and Vader. And Vader, who actually probably was a property developer. Uh, yes, uh, yes. He's actually uh, so... got quite a real estate portfolio. Oh, he did have yeah, exactly. he passed away. He was um, quite the realtor. Yes, uh, as we found out in Wrestling With Shadows. <laughs> um, uh, this is where it started. Right. <laughs> I, I, I have a problem with this because they were talking about, um, and I think Ric Flair might have been out of action in the ring for a bit when they were at, around the time they were recording this. I don't think he'd come back mm. full time yet because he'd been technically retired, quote unquote, by um, uh, Hulk Hogan hiring Havoc the year before. But Hulk Hogan turns around and says, you know what they say, those who can't, <laughs> <laughs> those who can do, oh, what is it? So is it? Those who can't. Those who can do. And those who and can't. Those who can. Don't. <laughs> like, and like okay. no one says that. No one's ever said that. People, people say those. You know, like there's there's various like what like turns on that turn of phrase. Like there are lots of you know, like 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 those who can teach. There's all these things, but no one's ever said you know those who can do and those who can't don't. Yeah, I I would love for someone. <laughs> To edit crickets after he says that line. I, I, I just thought I needed to take issue with this because I, I, like, I've never heard that before. And it makes no, no sense. I mean, I mean, logically, yes, it's true. Yes, if you can, you do. And if you can't, you, you, you don't. don't. But it's not an insult. So, <laughs> okay. It's, he was throwing just it back thanks. at him like this, this, like this barb. I'm like, was, yeah. Um, those who are is and those who ain't aren't. I, um, <laughs> Thank you. I, I Thank have you, man. Written down on my notes here as well. Uh, why is Kevin Sullivan wearing face paint? Why not? You know, <laughs> he's, he's wearing, wearing sunscreen. They just never explained it. <laughs> it's sunscreen for that specific part of his head. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> also, he's, he's, he's the worst actor of all. He's supposed to be like a satanic uh, character, but the only thing that about him that's any different from anybody else is that he's wearing face paint and only only a little bit on his forehead. There is nothing more satanic than property development. So, oh, it's. I, I will say, I thought I actually thought Ric Flair was really good during this. Like he that was the note I put down. He's the best actor out of all of oh, them. Yeah, he's by far, by far, and weirdly, like in a sort of like A Team villain or like you know like those kind of shows like Airwolves or whatever, the villain of the week. Like as the rich property developer, I I could believe that he's a property developer. Like I have no problem believing because he looks like one. I could see him in the show. Just normally yes. being like that because this show was ridiculous. Oh yeah, oh god, yeah. <laughs> Even with the wrestlers, do you, do you know what I love? I loved how Hulk Hogan's rest, uh, uh, no acting voice is terrible. Oh yeah, yeah, terrible. Oh my god, it was. It he was sounds weird. He sounds so wooden. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about property law. Like it, it's mm-hmm. it's not my strong point. I don't know whether you can you can legally transfer uh, the the deeds to a um, a property via a wrestling match. Do you know what? Probably it's America. <laughs> I uh, do a lot of things. Over there. I've written down here that the uh, Hulk Hogan uh, challenges challenges them first to a match, then to a tag match, and then to some sort of two matches. But they never really explain what would happen if. They won one each. I don't really know what the deal is there. Um, and that it would be title versus property title. Yeah. 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 Nice. I see why I did that. I'm looking forward to we get that in, uh, you know, 
the WWE. It'll probably be the <laughs> next gimmick match they do during this uh, time we're, we're living through. Well, they might do. I mean, they're bringing back In Your House, so... There you go. They, they, it's perfect. Property titles, In Your House. It's all happening, Thomas. Yeah. Um, it's happening for a reason. And then probably my favourite thing about, about this whole thing... It's as they're walking away, Vader, who's had nothing really to do because he can't act for shit, <laughs> squashes a basketball. Squashes a basketball and then goes on a Rick Steiner esque. Yeah! I'm gonna pop your head like a basketball like a dance and shoot with your It's just like, what is. Just, what? Just, it really, a really odd junction is just shouting, who's the man? And they're just kind of all talking over each other and getting into the car and it's like, this is terrible. I know, I loved it. I loved it so much. <laughs> That's pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, and this is this is again the problem with this, right? So then you've got this really ridiculous thing, and you cut straight to Mitch standing, looking at, on his own in a room, staring at a photo of Stephanie, who is not dead. She's still around. <laughs> like it's just really odd. Nope. And no, then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then his friend Tom comes over, and they completely break the law as far as doctor-patient confidentiality goes, and he basically just tells him. That he's, uh... What if I was to say she had cancer? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, like, and then obviously we then cut to Steph uh, talking to Caroline, played by Yasmin Bleed. Oh, no, you forgot about the whole, hey, you're my best friend. And, you know, I we both drink from the same milk. Oh, you God, yeah. So I'm not sure if they're referring to them drinking milk from the same carton or banging the same woman. I, I... Might be a, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column yeah, B. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think... Uh, do you know what? I think I think I mentally blocked that out. <laughs> I I couldn't... I haven't written it down because I feel like I, I feel like I let that go. I feel like I went, right, you, don't need to retain that. That's you didn't write down. You shouldn't have because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no need to, to waste space in your brain with that, so... <laughs> um, yeah. So then we go to uh, Stephanie talking to Caroline and basically getting annoyed and revealing that she's had a biopsy um, mm. on, on, I mean, you know, nothing, you know, uh, and, you know, it is quite a serious thing, I know, but and it, they do try and handle it with some care. But the problem is, is that then they immediately jump to back into the wrestling storyline. Yeah, that's that's problematic. For a number of reasons, especially when the next thing is once again CJ and Hogan having a bit of a chat, and then suddenly off they go to uh, rescue some kid who's fallen in the water and a plastic rock has fallen on his leg. Yeah, yeah, that was random. That yeah. was so random. Yeah, I know. Doesn't, doesn't I almost really, forgot that happened. It, it didn't didn't really add anything. Um, no, didn't didn't really have anything to do with anything. Um, Maybe just to sell that Hulk Hogan's a good guy. I guess. Some more. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think it might have just been to fill some time, if I'm honest. Um, yeah. Hey, this is Stroke Daddy, Ricky Starks, and you're listening to The Recipe. And then we cut back to Stephanie uh, in the best, best moment yes. of the oh. entire thing. So Slow clap for this one. She is out on lifeguard duty, covered up pretty much from the neck down oh, in as much clothes as possible. Um, she must have been very warm. Um, and then essentially goes around to every single person on the beach and asks them 
what what type of sun cream they're wearing, whether it's uh, and then lectures them or whether it's the right sun cream or not. And then after a while, just starts going on to people going, "Are you wearing sunblock? Are you wearing sunblock?" And they all say yes. Yeah, she kind of loses her mind. It's kind of like um, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, you know in the Simpsons where um, uh, Ned Flanders is is in the clock tower going, "There's a Homer <laughs> and there's a Homer," and he shoots. She's like, "Are you wearing sunblock? Are you wearing sunblock? That's not the right kind of sunblock." She's like having this <laughs> existential sun cream crisis on the beach. It's amazing. <laughs> and but... she walks up to that black dude and she's like, "Are you wearing sunblock?" He's like, "Oh, I do." Oh, I do. <laughs> um, the thing is, is she walks around to all these people and they play this really like menacing music underneath it as well, which does make it seem like she's having a breakdown. But essentially, all she's doing is going out and dishing out some some really quite worthwhile advice. Yeah, but they make it seem like yeah, they make it seem like it's really sinister. Are you wearing sunblock? Are you wearing sunblock? <laughs> it's it's just it's not even that bad like she, no because then they cut to her back with caroline and she's like oh i was like a maniac out there and i uh, you know i didn't even know who i was i'm like you just <laughs> she's it. Obsessed I mean, the... you were doing it very really aggressively spirit. but mostly you were just doing your job she was possessed by the spirit of sunblock and she's like it's a sun magnifier uh, it's just baby oil i thought she was gonna kick <laughs> it's a the sun beach. magnifier get off my beach <laughs> Um, so yes uh, we go back then to um, to her back with Caroline and Tom comes over and he's got the test results now I'm pretty sure that if it's a conflict of interest if you're sleeping with the person who is your doctor but also I don't still don't think they can give you your test results just at your house like randomly without any paperwork nothing he just goes oh yeah yeah it's cancer yeah (laughs) yeah Oh, you hey, are. Hey. We've we've hit that point, Daniel, where you are crackling. Ro- robot, you are robot voicing. It's the robot hour. <laughs> it's stopped now. Uh, I really need to figure out a way to stop myself from turning you into a robot halfway through every recording. It's it's always at the same point as well. It's always like yeah. it's like forty five minutes in. It's always like. It's- it's like top of the hour at Nitro. Like, <laughs> yeah, top of the hour. Wow! <laughs> Even if it's mid-match. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Just... <laughs> I miss that so much. Fireworks going off. People freaking out. <laughs> You've got like Brad Armstrong <laughs> having a match against men in the ring and halfway through this fireworks going off. <laughs> Women randomly run into my house and start dancing. <laughs> I, I miss WCW, and this this did make me feel remember how much yeah. I missed it. Not the skin cancer stuff, to be clear. I just, the, I just the, skin, the skin cancer stuff made me miss WCW more. I mean, this is this is the thing, right? So Tom comes over and tells Stephanie about her cancer, and it's like again, it's quite a serious scene. And then we move straight on to a training montage. Yeah, yeah, and, tougher than turf, or whatever the song. Was. Oh my god, it is like. It's weird to think this was made in 1995 because that feels like it yeah. could have been 10 years earlier. It's the weird thing where they do where they slow down the bits. Like, it's in slow-mo yes. when they're lifting the weights but not the rest of it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, well, like, like when he's like pumping his arms in slow motion and shit. The end. <laughs> like, the parade of um, <laughs> the parade of kids holding American flags running behind Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That that was something else. I couldn't like I couldn't stop laughing. This is the most ridiculous thing. And like and the thing is, it wouldn't have looked out of place in the nineties. But again, yeah. through twenty twenty eyes, it's it's just the most ludicrous yeah. thing in the world. And I fucking loved it. 
You know, that it's funny. I was looking at some of the the other guys in the show, and I was like, you know, specifically like Cody or whatever. If he if he'd walked into a different gym, <laughs> he'd be he'd be a wrestler. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that guy looked like he he walked into the acting gym and not the uh, you know the gym with all the steroids in it, or yeah. <laughs> or as many. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you know. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure there. everyone in this was on steroids. Also, everyone. So- we, again, male and female. You have this mad training montage, and then we go back to Mitch and Stephanie, and this this very serious thing, and they're having this emotionally charged moment on the beach that doesn't really work particularly well. Um, and again, Mitch is very close to Stephanie in a weird way, considering that he's that she's in love with his best friend. Yeah, yeah. And he never. St- whenever he's standing near her, he's about. 30 centimetres from her face. He's uncomfortably close to her at all times. It's really strange. I can smell his breath from from, from here. Uh, uh, I bet in uh, reality, like... It, 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 he, there was a whiff of a whiff of the old uh, hooch on the uh, during the yeah. Like, <laughs> Ooh, man, allegedly. Sorry, allegedly. Uh, just just to keep us out of trouble there. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, yes, exactly. Um, moving on. Uh, so then we have CJ on the local news introducing Hulk Hogan, match <laughs> the Macho Man, cutting promos that were clearly sponsored by cocaine. Uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> brought to you by Slim Jims and cocaine. <laughs> God, there was a. From this point on, there is an awful lot of like it's a lot of slim product gyms. placement for slim gyms. Isn't it? Look, it's everywhere. Which you need to snap into, Thomas. Snap into a slim gym. Oh yeah, sponsored by cocaine. <laughs> it's just like, like, and they were full on, full on Macho Man Hulk Hogan like nuts promos that make like would make absolutely no sense. But I also kind of miss. I I, I miss seeing people that are that big and charismatic and that can do that without having to say anything that is even vaguely logical. Yeah, yeah. I Man, I, I wish I could just talk in wrestling promos for the rest of my life. Like, in all situations, wherever I'm at. You, you don't, just, Daniel. You, you I don't. just cut promos. You, you now, listen don't. here, brother! I want a three-piece! You don't, because very <laughs> quickly... What would happen is, very quickly, you'd be sectioned. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be cutting promos on all my nurses and... <laughs> Wait, if you went, you went into you went into work, or even at the moment you're on a Zoom call and you started cutting a wrestling promo. Yeah, like, like, at, like, it, it wouldn't take long. You'd be you'd be certainly. Let me tell you something, brother. These TPS reports, these TPS reports are the greatest TPS reports you've ever seen in your goddamn life. And this Sunday, it's a, a lovely Office Space reference there as well. I enjoyed that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's 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 the Office reference du jour. If I'm talking oh. about work, I always go for TPS report. Feels good to be a gangster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, and then Flair and Sullivan turn up and do more promos as well. And again, right? Sullivan is completely fucking useless during all of this. He is garbage. They, they've not let Vader anywhere near a microphone. Because, <laughs> nope. yeah, what, fair enough. Um, and Flair, again, is clearly the best of all of them. And actually comes off really well. Hey, Rick Flair, Rick Flair is... Amazing. That's it. Big Fair is just friggin' amazing. Like, he is so good. He is a legend. Like, uh, I know in his later years, like, you know, he, he kind of, it was a very sharp decline and all the rest of it. At this point, he's still brilliant. Like, he is unbelievable. I didn't realize how good he was until, like, I've gotten older. I didn't realize I hated Flair because he was good at making me hate him. Yeah. yeah you know definitely. what I mean? <laughs> he's, oh, yeah. he's just so incredible here. Um, and then. 
we move on to the to the uh, you know um, the actual matches after that, um, which is almost the, the least the least important part of this, um, because yeah, we we end up with um, Macho Man versus Flair from Bash of the Beach nineteen ninety five. They use the actual footage, footage from the matches with some weird ADRing over it, where at one point you can only see the back of Macho Man's head while he's talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he wins. He wins the match after some very poorly put together uh, highlights from the actual match they do have. Yeah. Um, wins with a um, a double axe handle off the top rope, which was never his finisher. Right? Why wouldn't you want to no. do the elbow drop for a start? There is a, there's something like that in the other match, but we'll get we'll get yeah. to that right? Why wouldn't you show that? Also, apparently you just win. There are no pins. Yeah, that's what I was in the other match. I was like, wait, what? Why was there no pin? That's like the the, just... the the one like identifying thing that wrestling is different from everything else. It's a pin in a three yeah. count. Why would you not show that? It's so weird. It's like Hogan, Hogan just wins. I was like, wait, he just won. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they do the same in, in the Hogan match, uh, and the only thing really between those two matches is um, uh, is is a, a, a brief uh, back and forth between Hogan and Flair in the uh, in the sort of backstage area, in which Hogan is told that it's going to be a cage match. That apparently he didn't know that. Ah, uh, yes, they didn't really make that clear. Like uh, no, I think someone mentioned cage, but uh, really or maybe like upon, like Vader. But they were all like Vader about it later earlier and yeah. it's mentioned in passing but you don't really get much about it no and they're kind of all talking over each other and stuff and it's weird and yeah. this this, ev- this episode is edited horrifically oh yeah oh, <laughs> like, God, like from scene to scene the editing doesn't make any sense no, like and it just all. abruptly cuts so um, yeah it's I, not very clear at all. i'd say just we'll get on to the uh i mean we're, we're, we're near, not far from the end now but um my one of my favorite things about all this is that it stays vaguely grounded in reality for the most part, right? You like, and it, it like the wrestling is treated actually quite respectfully for the most part. And then Vader <laughs> the comes out treated respectively. And then Vader comes out in his fucking mastodon helmet. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in wrestling. In a wrestling context, I never thought about how stupid that looks. But to, in front it of like, really bad, it just looks so terrible. <laughs> It looks in. It looks like it's made of of foam. <laughs> Look, it's, and he just sort of lumbers out, going, "Who's the man? Who's the man?" <laughs> and it's it, it, oh god, it's it's the way the the natural light makes it look like absolute dog shit. It, it does, doesn't it? Like, and it it goes to show what a good job they they used to do actually lighting wrestling for, yeah. for wrestling broadcasts because God, under those lights, Vader does not look. <laughs> Wrestling is not made to be filmed on film. No, it's no. made to be broadcast live. Because goddamn, he <laughs> he comes out looking like a molded packet of I don't know, like uh, like a free <laughs> a freeze packaged uh, action figure with a plastic molding over it or something. He, yeah. he looks like Cobra Commando or something. It's, it's ridiculous. It's just awful. Um, yeah. And then we get we get footage of him and Hogan in their actual match in a cage at Bash of the Beach um, again. And yeah, Hogan eventually, after a lot of punching and not much else... Uh, it hits him with the leg drop and I was like, okay, cool, this is over. And then it kept going. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, which is <laughs> definitely our sequence. Because then yeah. at the end, he, hits him with a, he slams him, he hits him with a big boot, and then they, he just wins. And the winner! 
And then, I was just like, wait, this. <laughs> oh, also, what? I tell you what, I loved before before both matches got got actually going when they were doing their introductions. You can see in the ring that it's Michael Buffer, but they obviously didn't want to pay for Michael Buffer to uh, have on Baywatch, so they voiced it over with somebody else. Yo, oh, and same thing with the whole Dennis Rodman thing. Like, yeah. you see his head for five seconds, yeah. and there's no mention that Dennis friggin' Rodman and, and is playing next to Hulk Hogan. Well, at the time, surely a bigger get for this than any of the wrestlers having it's fucking Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman of the Chicago Bulls in the mid-90s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what? And you don't mention it? Yeah, it seemed kind of weird. It's madness. Unless they, unless he didn't want to sign off on it, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Maybe he was like, "No, nah, you, you're going to have to pay me if you want me in your, your T E show." <laughs> or, or you know, given what I've heard about Rodman, maybe he was having uh, a particularly uh, chemically influenced day, shall we say? Ah, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Rodman likes uh, a party. There's no way around that. Wh- well, uh, then he'd be in fantastic company. Well, <laughs> this yes. Good lord, Rod- Rodman and, and Macho Man. Good. L- oh god, that's yes. a, that's a party I wouldn't want to go to. Exactly. I die. Snorting. <laughs> right. I just yeah. Um, so yeah. So then after after the match, we got the uh, you know backstage. We've got the heels, uh, kind of you know uh, damning the names of the. Uh, uh, the baby faces, and you know, and Hulk Hogan just grabs the the deeds to the youth center, which for some reason were just there. It's just a rolled up bit of paper. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, and then they do this weird slow mo beach celebration where Hogan holds up his title in the water. You forgot. You well, we both forgot. Hulkamania rules. We did it for the kids. Oh god, yeah, yeah, just what you gonna do? Woo! What <laughs> we did it for the kids. Woo! It's just as the cocaine starts to really hit his bloodstream, he's like, oh! he's actually hulking up, is he? It's his we eyes did it for the kids! His eyes are like bulging out of his head at that point. Like, and it's yeah. really strange. Yes. Yes, it, it's strange is one way to describe it. For legal well, reasons, well, we'll describe it as strange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, allegedly strange. <laughs> and then the, um, you know, we freeze frame on Hulk Hogan, celebrating. Uh... <laughs> And then we go back to a very somber moment with Mitch and Stephanie as they get the results from Tom, and it turns out it's cancer. <laughs> yeah, wait to end the episode, guys. Like, I, I get that must have been like an ongoing storyline, and I'm not going to go back and watch any more Baywatch to find out. But like, okay. I will say, Tom's a very—he's <laughs> a very unprofessional doctor. Hey, you know, it's Mitch. They drink from the same milk. <laughs> Stop you know? saying that. They, they, they drink—they drink each other's milk. So. <laughs> you know, oh, what's 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 yeah, what's uh, what's someone else's uh, test results between two friends that drink each other's milk? Do you think that is Nothing. the subtext that there's like a sort of swinging open relationship three way thing going on there? Hey, hey, anything's possible. I did. It does feel like that. The sort of subtext is almost that. Like, hey, we drink from the same milk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's kind of how I sort of... You, you, you focus on that one detail a lot. <laughs> the, the milk. Yes. I mean, it's pretty gross. It is. It's <laughs> disgusting. But... Um, so, yeah. So, that, that was that was Baywatch, Bash at the Beach. Um, yeah. yeah. Sponsored by Slim. Snap uh, into it. And cocaine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which um, goes great with Slim Jims, it turns out. Um, did, you, did you enjoy... Um, I more than enjoyed. I felt edified by this in a way that few things have been able to make me, you know, 
feel fulfilled that way. So yeah, it was. It was I, I, I want more. It was ridiculous and dumb as fuck, but I, I can't say I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I I loved just how. I don't know if all episodes of Baywatch are this badly ADR'd, or maybe it's just this one, because everyone was so loud and on cocaine, <laughs> but <laughs> it was goddamn, you know? I just, yeah, it, it, was a, it, was, it was a very odd experience, and, you know, it's strange that they never follow up on this really, any, like, you know, these characters never come back to the beach in any further episodes, you know, and poor Vader, poor Vader. <laughs> Uh, this was pretty much his swan song for uh, WCW. Um, because after this, um, allegedly... Well, actually, he, uh, he's dead now, so yeah, he can't sue us. Um, he, uh, <laughs> the reason he had to leave WCW, apparently, is because he challenged Paul Orndorff to a fight. And Paul Orndorff knocked him the fuck out whilst wearing flip-flops. Hey, you know, sometimes you just have to let someone know. Flip-flops or no, that you're just going to put me in the ground. I, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean... You know, but then if Vader hadn't left, we would never have had him shouting Vader time. So you know. Yeah, exactly. I just want us to remember that Hulk Hogan died in this episode. <laughs> yeah. That he was dead. <laughs> so are you saying that Hulk Hogan, who died and came back to life in order to save everyone, is some yep. sort of Christ-like figure? Yep. And that's what. Yeah. Hey. Hey, I'm not saying it, but you know, if it you know looks like a duck, <laughs> it like a duck. Perhaps, perhaps. Then it's Jesus Christ brother uh, <laughs> um, yeah, exactly bro- brother uh, maybe maybe and I like to think this that maybe that he did actually uh, drown somewhat at the beginning and everything that happens after him getting hit in the head is like a fever <laughs> dream he's actually in hell <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, no, honestly I, I like the idea that actually this whole episode takes place in Hulk Hogan's brain I think, um, or yeah, I think that actually works quite well. Because <laughs> actually, yeah. you see him get hit in the head, and everything after that is a bit fucking weird. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. Like the real Hulk Hogan is is generally dead. He died on that <laughs> beach. His pulse, and that's it, dead. <laughs> it's the, the fact they couldn't recognise him while he was unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> Who's oh, that? Oh my god, it's Hulk Hogan. He's dead! <laughs> and, like, how did Macho Man not see the fact that he'd been hit in the head with a... Like, the lifeguards can see from that far away that he'd been uh, without the use of a telescope or anything. But, yeah, Macho Man's only oh. a few feet away from him, and suddenly he just doesn't even uh, doesn't even acknowledge it. Just carries on riding his jet ski. As I said, he's just doing donuts. <laughs> he's just doing donuts, and he's screaming, Ooh, yeah! Oh, uh, it's, it's just, yeah. And as he did notice, it's just that, as you said, Hulk Hogan is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why Macho Man turns up so far after it happened. Because <laughs> that's when he dies. And then <laughs> he joins him. He's like, whoa! I'd, I've got to say... I don't know if we've even done this justice. Like, if anybody is listening to this and is unsure, if you've got an Amazon Prime subscription, you can go and watch this Series 6, Episode 15, Bash at the Beach. Um, I would urge you to go and watch it because it is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Um, And I'm really glad we've done this. And now all I want to do is watch and review an episode of Thunder in Paradise. Yes, and I cannot wait. That's going to be... 
Whether it's better, whether it's more ridiculous than this, I do not know. It has to be, right? It has to be. Well, I believe it's one really of the ridiculous. episodes has Sting in it as a terrorist of some kind. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think a lot of boats get blown up. Yeah, we have to also include. Um, we've got to put Suburban Commando on the list. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've got, we've got, we've got to go. What's that? What's that movie with Captain Lou Albano? Uh, oh god and it's got all the wrestlers in it it's got like Mr. T in it or something oh, or am I, uh, I think drug Body Slam yes we've got to do that too if you can find a copy of it I think that one's quite hard to get hold of oh uh, I, I think there are legal ways for me to find that <laughs> <laughs> yes yes legal ways to find that um yeah, no, I, uh, there, there are rest. There are no shortage of, of wrestling-related films and TV shows. That is not a problem. I mean, yeah. obviously, as we've discussed before, uh, at some point we're going to have to track down a copy of the um, the episode of City Guys with uh, with Rob Van Dam in it. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, that's a yes. Clearly, yes, that's <laughs> definitely. Oh my god, thank you for reminding me. Yes, that we definitely, definitely has that. to happen. Um, if nothing else, because I, I had forgotten until quite recently that that existed and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's season three, episode 10. <laughs> it's called L Train Mania 4. Oh, my God. Well, so we'll, we'll definitely be reviewing that at some point. I mean, we will get back to talking about wrestling in general at some point when there's something to talk about. But in the meantime, yeah, we'll, we'll have a think and decide what we're going to review next. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put out a podcast at some point when we're good and ready. God damn it. Yeah, exactly. Don't push me, man. <laughs> Right, on that bombshell, um, thank you very much for joining us for this uh, epic deep dive into one of the weirdest TV shows I've ever seen. Um, I can only assume every episode of Baywatch is like this. Um, I hope so, because yeah. I'm going to start watching it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, um, yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I've been Tom Mimber. And I've uh, been Daniel Q. back in Bola. And I just want you guys to remember, those who can, do. And those who can't, don't. I mean, obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, see you all soon. Bye. Bye, Cube.